When the pandemic began and schools closed their doors, everyone was crazy understanding. While not everyone had children at home learning on top of our trying to figure out how to work at the same time, it did feel like we were all in the same boat, or at least on the same waters, helping one another paddle toward a coastline. That was a terrible analogy, I'm sorry. Now, nearly a year later, 359 days later to be exact, people have begun to lose patience. Some schools are fully open, some are on a hybrid schedule, some have been quarantined like us, and some are about to go on spring break. People are exhausted. And while we can see normal life coming up in the near future, we're just not quite there yet. I guess it depends on where you live, of course. In Chicago, we're not quite there yet. We still have a ways to go. And during this day after International Women's Day, I'd like to spend a little time talking about all of the women who are out there trying to have it all. That and more in just a minute. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks Podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks Podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I am flipping exhausted. Not the just need a good night's sleep exhausted, just need a girl's weekend exhausted. I sleep just fine. A girl's weekend is not going to fix it. Thank you very much. I'm the bone tired, head is always fuzzy, back of my eyes hurt, exhausted. And I know I'm not the only one. Our school reopened on a hybrid schedule on January 19th. While I still had quote-unquote second grade teacher listed on my resume, it was only two days a week versus five. I got a full six hours, three days a week to focus on work. Uninterrupted bliss. We were in school for a whopping two and a half weeks before we had a 12-day, 12-day February break. Do not get me started on why we need winter, February, and spring breaks. It's always been a source of contention between me and our school. After February break, we went back to school for three days, three days. And then we got a message that a friend had tested positive and the class had to quarantine for two weeks. We're just now nearing the end of the quarantine. We go back to school in a couple of days, but then spring break arrives on the 24th. (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. The chaos of the back and forth while trying to keep a business afloat and clients happy and colleagues engaged and motivated is it's way too freaking much. Not to mention the grocery shopping, the cooking, and the laundry, so much freaking laundry, and the cleaning, and just trying to keep things moving. It's no wonder at all that women are leaving the workforce at four times the rate as men. I have several friends who have either taken leaves of absence or have full-on quit their jobs. This is not good. This is not good at all. I do recognize there are lots of men who are the primary caretakers, single parents, and or do more than their share at home. So please do not take this as a personal front to men. That's not the case at all. I'm focused on women for two reasons. Number one, yesterday was International Women's Day, and we need to do more to continue to balance and provide equity. And number two, the data shows three million women, three million women have dropped out of the workforce in the past year. 
3 million. And of course, I'm a woman who's having to try to have it all balance and everything and quote unquote, lean in where I can without letting anything fall through the cracks. I love men. I mean, no disrespect at all. And I'm exhausted. The burden of homeschooling, cooking, and cleaning has taken a massive toll on a lot of families. Even when men are doing more than they've perhaps done in any other generation, it's still not half. The Labor Department finds that married mothers do almost double the number of household chores and parenting as married fathers. In fact, at the end of 2019, women held just more than half of all payroll jobs for only the second time in history. And now, in December alone, they accounted for 100% of jobs lost. An article published by CNBC just last week said, one year into the coronavirus pandemic, women are not okay. Recent projections based on economic scenarios modeled by McKinsey and Oxford Economics estimate that employment for women may not recover to pre-pandemic levels until 2024, which is two full years after they're expecting the recovery for men. The implications are far-reaching, and it could result in a widening of the gender pay gap. I often describe as what we have as a house of cards. For so long, we've worked to balance everything, creating support networks of friends or family if they're close by, to help with childcare during non-school hours and during breaks, creating businesses to help with the needs that aren't yet fulfilled, and outsourcing what we could afford to do, cleaning, laundry services, school pickups, after-school daycare, and much more. But when the pandemic hit and we all went inside our homes to work and live and play, our house of cards fell completely down. We couldn't even ask our parents for help because they had to socially distance too. And while things have gotten marginally better, we haven't been able to recover to pre-pandemic times. In more ways than one, it's, we're not going to get there. We're not going to get there anytime soon. And I will tell you what, I can't wait to hug all the people. Heaven forbid, if you see me at my very first conference post-pandemic, you'll introduce yourself and I will hug you. (laughs) There are things we can all do to make sure women still have a voice in the workforce if they so choose. And that's what we'll talk about in just a minute. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO model certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. I'm back. 
I believe it was Brene Brown who said vulnerability without boundaries is toxic or something to that effect. So now that I've been vulnerable and admitted how exhausted I am, let's talk about how every one of us can play our part in fixing it for all of us, not just for women, but for everyone. I mentioned that yesterday was International Women's Day. While in years past, it has been a day to celebrate the women in our lives who we admire, respect, and motivate us. It's changed a bit this year (laughs) for obvious reasons. This year, the theme for International Women's Day is Women in Leadership, Achieving an Equal Future in a COVID-19 World. It's meant to celebrate the tremendous efforts by women and girls around the world in shaping a more equal future and recovery from the pandemic while highlighting the gaps that remain. And it's not just about women who are trying to have it all or heaven forbid, lean in. They're also at the forefront of the battle against COVID-19 as frontline and health sector workers, as scientists, doctors, and caregivers. When women lead, we see positive results. Some of the most efficient and exemplary responses to the pandemic, led by women, And women, especially young women, are at the forefront of diverse and inclusive movements online and on the streets for social justice, climate change, and equality in all parts of the world. I see this in my nieces who are in high school and college. They passionately care about their fellow humans, and they fight for equality and inclusion in every aspect of their lives. So much so that every time I see something else they've done, I think, we're going to be okay. We're this world. We're going to be okay. But we can't rely just on the younger generations to save us. We all have to get involved, everyone, not just women, because a challenged world is an alert world. Individually, we're responsible for our own thoughts and actions all day, every day. And we can all choose to challenge and call out gender bias and inequality. We can choose to seek out and celebrate women's achievements. Collectively, we can help all create an inclusive world. From challenge comes change. And this year's International Women's Day is asking us to choose to challenge. Not just yesterday, not just today, but every day. We're invited to send in our choose to challenge images. You can strike the choose to challenge pose with your hand high to show your commitment to choose to challenge inequality, call out bias, question stereotypes, and help forge an inclusive world. Of course, just striking a pose and posting your selfie to social media is not enough. It's not even the start. It's like the base, basic, 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 minimum, minimum. An equal and inclusive world means we should choose to challenge stereotypes and behaviors and biases and inequalities every single day. We have come a long way, but there is a lot more work to be done. And not just for equality for women, but for diversity and inclusion too. As you think about how to challenge the things that happen around you, consider how every one of us has been in this pandemic for an entire year, and we're all experiencing different levels of exhaustion and vulnerabilities. If someone at work is struggling because they absolutely cannot balance it all anymore, show them some grace. If emotions are high, remember there are other things going on outside of just what you're seeing that contribute to the tears or the anger or the frustration or the keyboard warrioring. <clears throat> there are many options for making things work so that ba- women can balance it all successfully, but it does take patience, flexibility, and empathy. We can do this if we do it together. If you'd like to talk about your vulnerabilities with boundaries or would like to join the movement for equality inclusion, 
Join us in the Spin Sucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 